Praise God and welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, man. I'm, I'm just here to tell you and lift you up, man, that last week we were talking about Judas. Wow, he was a snake. But Jesus was telling people that, hey, we can, you can forgive others. This is the key, is forgiving, man. And Jesus knew that Judas would betray Jesus. And so Jesus took that bowl of water and he took that and he took it to the disciples' feet and he said, Listen, I'm gonna clean your feet. And you guys can be cleaned. And he was setting the bowl. He was he was doing this, and, and Peter was dealing with Jesus, and there was confession by Peter. Last week we talked about in verse 65. He said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. Because God knows, man, he knows who are his. So listen, we must come to Jesus. And only to Jesus. Wow, what a but what an awesome time we're gonna have this week. The festivals are going on, man. It's uh, Sukkot, man. It's uh, it's uh, it's the holy day here, man, where they're building the tents in the backyard and they're they're getting ready, man. They're they're this is the time where the festivals are happening, the tab festivals of tabernacles and the festivals, you know, for seven days the people lived in a makeshift shelter. And so they made the branches and the leaves and they, and they put the they basically took the, the the feast and they commemorated the days when the Israelites wandered so when they were in the wilderness and they lived in these tents man like it says in Leviticus chapter 23 and this festival was in September and October for about 6 months man and Jesus he had a brother and this is what we're going to talk about man last week we talked about Judah uh Judas is you know was the betrayer and so, chapter 6 ended, and we're going into chapter 7. Father, we come before you. We thank you for this day. We just ask that you guide us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And Peter is now confessing to Jesus that, Hey, I want my feet, my feet washed, man. Wash my whole body. We left off on verse 67 of chapter 6. And Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want, also want to go away from me? This is what we left off, man. Last week we left off where Satan put it in, in, in Judas Iscariot's heart to betray Jesus. And we talked about how important it is that if you have forgiveness or if you have something against anybody, that you leave it at the feet of Jesus. And that you let Him wash your feet. Let Jesus heal you. Let Him fill you and let Him wash you with His precious blood. Jesus paid the way and Jesus is coming now to the disciples. We talked about this last week. We talked about how Jesus took the sins away from mankind. And he's just about ready to talk to his believers and say, Listen, Jesus said to the twelve, Do you they thought he was crazy? They they he was telling them, Unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you can't go to heaven. Wow, man. They're like, we're not going to drink. This isn't the... Look, they don't know anything what's going on, a lot of them. They don't get it. And a lot of us don't get it. We we wander, and the word Greek, and meander means, the word in Greek, meander, is to, to wander. You wander without a cause. These people, these Pharisees, these scribes, these heretics, these lunatics that were accusing Jesus that he was the devil and that he had Satan in them, they were wandering, meandering, Walking without a cause. And this is what happens as a believer when we don't put on Jesus. We don't if if you're a believer today and you have Jesus in your heart, 
then we must understand that He's able to forgive us and show mercy. And this is what He was doing for His disciples. But some of them said, I'm out of here. I can't do it no more. And Jesus said to the twelve in verse 67, Do you also want to go away? But this is where Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? He didn't know where to go. That was it. Listen, he accepted Jesus Christ. Jesus handpicked him. Just like Christ has picked you and you've get you've come out of your sin, you've you put on Christ and you've you've asked him to change your life and you you quit your sins and you habitually stop sinning against the Lord. Now you're basically like, wow, uh, I can't go back to that. I, I mean, I've been following the Lord for seven, eight years, uh, whatever it may be, even a short time. You can't go back. And Peter was like, there's nothing to go back to. What do I go to? You have the keys to heaven. And so, you know, this is what he said in verse 68. He said, For you, where shall we go, man? You have the words of eternal life. And then we, we left off in 69 where it says... Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, comma, the Son of the living God. In verse 70 says, And Jesus answered them, Did I not chose? Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is the devil? We talked about this. And so we went on and we go on to verse chapter 7, verse 1, and it says, After these things, Jesus walked into Galilee, for he did not want to walk in Judah. Man, because the Jews sought to kill him. Man, now they want to butcher him. They want to kill him. Now they're angry. Now they're mad. Now he's infringing upon Sukkot, the high holiday, where in, in, in Leviticus 23, verse 40 to 43, the festival was, in, was like I was saying earlier, it was in, in October and September, and it lasted for six months. And so we're going to see some radical stuff right now, man. We're going to see Jesus change the lives of non-believers and believers. And he's going, to, he's going to do some pretty radical, awesome things to show his, not only his deity, but his love for the, Israel of, the nation of Israel. You know something? Jesus, you know, it's funny because Jesus, he was always there for his disciples. And I want to talk to you about this because Jesus is always going to be there for you no matter what you're going through in life. He is going to be there for you when you're lonely, when you're sad, when you're not getting things that you don't want. It's not because, listen, the things that you want may not be lined up with what God wants. And so God will sometimes hinder the deals or hinder things to stop what you're doing in life so He can be glorified and also to protect you. And so Jesus has now made His mark you know, in chapter 7, we talk about how after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee. For he didn't want to walk in Judah, in Judea, because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand, and his brothers therefore said to him, Man, this is seven days, remember this feast. And his brothers said to him, Depart from here and go into Judah, that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. Period. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. Man, they were, they were, they were trying to boot him. They were ashamed. This was the time where we can't be ashamed. 
We need to walk with boldness. Jesus was not afraid to walk in boldness. And this is what I'm telling you. He was denied by his own brothers, man. But you know something? He was bold. And he didn't ever hesitate to go do what his father commanded him to do. He was the father. He was the son. And he is the Holy Spirit. And so he went where God sent him. Well, he was God. So he went together in three and one. And he never, ever said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to go through there. No, he wasn't scared. And we as believers must never be scared to share God's word with somebody. And so we see verse, we see verse five where it says, for even his brothers did not believe in him. Man, they didn't even believe until after he died. And so his brother was like being sarcastic. He was like telling Jesus, Hey man, beat it. Go to Jerusalem and show your power and your wisdom and all your miracles, man. Go convince the world that you're God. <laughs> this is crazy because his brother's lost, man. And Jesus is like setting the mark right here and he's laying it down and he don't even know what's about to happen, man. But Jesus does. Watch this. You know, this is what he says. Listen to what he says. This is what he says. In verse 6 says, And Jesus said to them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we got to be ready, man. In season out. In, in Timothy says, Be ready in season and out of season to give the word of God to someone who doesn't know. But listen, verse 7 says, The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify of it that its works are evil. You go up to this feast, I am not yet going up to this feast, for my time is not yet fully come. He's basically telling them, man, don't be a smart aleck. But listen, when he had said these things to them, he remained in Galilee. Now watch this. Remember, this chapter, man, is about fear, man. It's really about fear. Don't let the enemy cause fear in you. If it says in verse, listen, you know, Christ secretly goes to the feast, but watch what he does. Listen to this. When his brothers had gone up, in verse 10, then he, listen to this. When his brothers had gone up, then he also went up to the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, where is he? Man, they're ready for him, man. They're ready. They're like, let's, let's have at him. Come on, let's test him. Let's, let's, let's. Let's see what's going to happen here. This is so funny because every time in life, people, they see the love of Christ in you and they're thinking, you ever go to work or somewhere and, and people see, you know, you're trying to be holy and people are like, you know, they just, they just want to know what that peace that you have. I mean, this is the peace of Jesus that we need to give to people. But verse 11 says, then, all, then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, where is he? And there was much complaining among the people concerning him. And someone said, and see, because remember, some, some said he is good. Others said, no, on the contrary, he deceives the people. However, no one spoke openly about him for fear of the Jews. This chapter is about fear and how we cannot let fear overrun our life, our boldness. Satan wants to stop what you're doing. Listen, what if Jesus didn't go to this feast? No, seriously. What, what, what would we do? What would we do? We must continue and be 
about the Holy Spirit's business. We cannot stop because we're afraid. We cannot stop because somebody's telling us, hey, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Then don't shove it down their mouth. Love them, in, love them in, in deed and in truth. One day I was preaching the gospel and this guy told me, shut up, man, shut up or I'm going to shoot you. And I said, dude, you're crazy, man. I was outside. There was an apartment complex. And he said, he's, he said, hey, don't say anything, man. I mean it. I don't want to hear it no more. And I said, hey, you're going to shoot me in front of this whole crowd? Go ahead. I ended up preaching. The guy ran away. And 10 or 11 people gave their, their lives to Christ. And the one guy came up to me and said, I was a drug dealer. I was a, the worst person on earth, pastor. And I gave my life to Christ. And I said, hey, praise the Lord. That guy over there, Satan wanted to block what he was doing, what I was doing in, in, in God's direction. And he wanted to stop it. He tried to scare me. Look at all the fear the enemy tries to start when you're, when you're doing God's work. Don't stop. Don't, you may say, Pastor, I don't know how to get out there and do it. I have no boldness. Then pray. Prayer. Get on your knees and pray. And, 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 and God will hear your prayers. But get up and smile and, and be happy. I mean, you ever see people that are all sad and yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Nobody wants to be around that. Come on. Be happy. We have eternal salvation. And it's free. Man, Jesus is on a roll, man. And he's, he's coming in with his sandals and his robe. And he just washed their feet. You know, he's asking them. Hey, man. You know, Judas is gone. He bolted out already. You know where he's at, man. He's at the rabbi council. He's telling them straight out. I know, where, I know what's going on. He's debriefing them all for that 30, 30 uh, you know, that, that, that 30 pieces of silver. Listen. He already sold him out. Now we're getting into the party here, man. The feast. Jesus comes to this feast, man. There's no this feast, and there's no food for him. Listen to this. Man, they're trying to scare him. <laughs> it's funny because we get you know, you can you can go up to it. I one time I was out in the wilderness even, and there was this there was a snake, man, and it didn't have any teeth. I told my teacher I was on a field trip. Man, this snake don't have any teeth. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a scaredy cat snake. But it scared me. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have any poison. We don't got to be afraid. Let them bite us. They're not biting us. They're biting the Lord and Jesus will take care of it. Listen, do what God has called you to do and don't be afraid of anybody. Nobody. No man. Just Jesus. Fear Jesus with love. Look, Christ is going to show his authority from the Father. And, here, and this is the reason why he came. He didn't care what his brother said, man. His own brother. Here he goes. Listen. Verse 14 says, now about the middle of the feast, here it comes. Jesus went up to the temple and he taught. And the Jews laughed, marble, saying, how does this man know the, letter, the, the letters having never studied? Man, they go to Shiva school and they learn. Jesus grew up in the temple, but he didn't know all of what they were saying. Listen, Jesus didn't teach what they were teaching, man. He was teaching. It was from God. His, his school came from God. Okay? And so the school is from, the school is from God, man. And, and Jesus is going to teach them what God says. And, and Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but is who, who sent me. Verse 17, If anyone wills to do the will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority, man. Listen. 
He who speaks for himself from himself seeks own glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true. And no unrighteousness is in him. And that's why you see fraudulent people giving the word of God, false teachers, like it says in the book of James, and and, and there's false teachers. And the Bible says that you got to be careful. James chapter 3 says, Brethren, not let many of you become teachers knowing that the judgment is stricter. There's a lot of fraud, man, on the on, on, in, in the ministry. And Jesus is saying, listen, my doctrine didn't come from man. It came from God. And I don't, I don't, you know, he's basically telling them, listen, my doctrine's not mine. And now they're, they're, they're starting to get kind of weird now here. Now they're going to start getting into, you know, and he's given his father the glory. They're going to start, they're going to still uh, want to kill him. But this is what it's written. This is how it was supposed to happen. And I hear so many people say, oh, the Jews killed Jesus. Oh, the Jews, you no, know, our sins Put Christ on the cross and our sins can be redeemed by Jesus Christ. Listen, don't be afraid to accept him. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, but don't reject him. Please. I'm, 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 I'm asking you, please don't reject Jesus. He's good. He's a lover. He loves you. He's got a plan for you. You're going through it. Yes, we all go through it. Who wants to hear a message about soft serve, tickle my ears? Man, let's go verse by verse and talk about the Lord and what He wants to do in your life and what He can do in your life. He went to a party, a tabernacle, a feast of tabernacles in Jerusalem. And He's telling them, I'm the Father, I'm the Son, and I'm the Holy Spirit. And my word doesn't come from Yeshiva school. It comes from Baruch Hashem, God, Yeshua HaMashiach. He's saying, I am the life here, man. He's saying, my doctrine is not mine, but is his who sent me. Man, that's crazy. It's, it's so insane. It's real. But it's real. And he's glorifying the Father. And that's what man needs to do. Every time you hear a message on the pulpit, it isn't from the pastor. It's from God. And Jesus needs to be glorified for it, not man. People don't need to follow men. They need to follow Jesus. And that's the problem today. Men are following men. And men need to follow Jesus. Women, are you hearing this? Put on your wedding gown for Jesus, women. Marry him. Love him. Make him your God. You don't need any man to tell you anything but Jesus. He is 100% God and 100% man. Jesus is God and he loves you. And he's in the middle of the feast saying, I am the feast. Taste of me. You don't need your tabernacle of feasts. I'm the sacrifice. I am the living sacrifice coming. And I'm going to be killed for you so your sins can be forgiven. And so that I can glorify myself, Jesus says. Wow, isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's so crazy amazing. Listen to this, man. And so it says in verse 18, he who seeks... He who speaks for himself, from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true. And no unrighteousness is in him. There's no halacha that can hold him down. Did not Moses give you the, the halacha, the law, yet none of you keeps the law? They can't even keep it. They can't even keep it. Why do you seek to kill me, Jesus says. And he did it with love. He didn't scream at him. Murderer. You want to kill me? How dare you? He said it with love. Simplicity. 
And the people answered and said, You have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Who is seeking to kill you? You have a demon, they're telling them. And Jesus answered and said to them, I did one work. Wow. And you all laugh. Moses therefore gave you circumcision, not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise, you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath, so that the law of Moses should not be broken, are you angry with me because I made a man completely well on the Sabbath? You ever argue with somebody and, and you can't even, you, you can't win the argument? It's like, I saw you on camera, you stole a bag of chips. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You stole it. I've seen one of those cop shows, man, you know, on on, on, on the TV. And the guy was like, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we knocked on his door. Yeah, we saw you in the liquor store. You stole a bag of chips. Me? Playing the part like he never did it. Yeah, you stole it. It was on film. You stole it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. It's right there. Jesus didn't steal a bag of chips, but he's telling him, look. I am God. I come from God. Listen. He's saying to them, I made a man heal on the Sabbath. You can't even keep your law. Your law is dead. Your works cannot save you. Jesus is saying your works will never, ever save you. You don't have to go to church and spend money to get to heaven. You don't have to donate money to the church to get to heaven. Yeah, you got it. God says 10%, but Malachi 3 is not used to condemn church members. And I can't stand it when I hear a pastor say that. You're robbing God from his tithings and offerings. Okay, well, tell the poor man or the widow with the mite. She didn't have anything, remember? Jesus said she, she gave more to me uh, with the mite. Wow. And, and all you guys suck. <laughs> we suck. We're sinners. It's not about money. Christ, listen to this. However, we know where the man is. Listen to this. It's important because we got to be bold, church. We got to be bold. You see, the law can't save us. And Jesus is saying, look, you can't argue with me. You know, I did one work and you all laugh at me. Moses, therefore, gave you circumcision. Not that it's from Moses. I mean, it came from God, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath, so that the law of Moses should not be broken, are you angry with me because I made a man completely well on the Sabbath? Don't judge according to the appearance. And that's what I see. But judge with righteous judgment. Here is where we don't let fear bother us. Here's where we got to be bold people. Here's where we can't let laws and legalism and, and garbage stop us from presenting Jesus Christ's love, mercy, grace, and truth in our lives. Listen, jump into me with Galatians. In his chapter, Galatians chapter 3, okay, it says, oh, you, listen to this, oh, you, oh foolish Galatians. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed? Among you as crucified, man. This is only I want to learn from you. This is that's listen, this is only I want to learn from you. Did you not receive the Spirit by works of the law? Or by hearing of the faith? Are you so foolish having begun have having begun in the Spirit? So they started with the Spirit. <laughs> 
Are you now being made perfect by the flesh, man? Have you suffered so many things in vain? And if, it, if indeed it was in vain. Listen to this. Verse 10 says, For as many are you of the works by the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God. Is evident for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith. But the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's the halacha. Having become a curse for us. Listen, for it is... Let me check this out, man. It's important. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Wow! Wow! We don't have to work our way, church. We don't have to go to... Paul is telling the Galatians... Listen, he's telling them, we don't gotta work. It says in chapter 7, John chapter 7, verse 22, Moses therefore gave you circumcision... Not that it's from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise man on the Sabbath. There he is. We talked about that. We don't got to work our ways. We don't have to pay our way. We don't have to. We don't have to. We, have, we just got to rest in the Holy Spirit. Christ secretly went to the feast. Christ's brother didn't believe. Christ's brother didn't believe, but he secretly went to the feast to show his authority from the Father that he is the living sacrifice. And remember that. Jesus didn't go to school of, of the halacha and the, and the, and the yeshiva. The shiva. He went to the school of God. He is God. He, his word came from God. And he's telling you, you can have God in your life. You have troubles. You have trials. You have tribulations. Listen. Listen, don't judge according to the appearance. But judge with righteousness judgment. He's saying, don't judge another man. Don't judge people. We don't need to let fear come into our hearts. Be bold, people. They want it. Non-believers want boldness. They want boldness. They want boldness. And they need Jesus. They need you to go to them. Whether you pray, whether you... Whatever it may be. You know, at work, at school, wherever. Say, you know, can I pray for you? I notice you're having a hard time. Whatever God puts on your heart. But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to talk to people about Jesus and how much He loves them and how much He wants to grow in them. Growingintheword.com is a place where we grow verse by verse and we lift each other up. This is a free program where I'm a pastor and a minister and I'm God's minister and there's, there's nothing involved here. It's free. It's all about Jesus and He loves you. These are the times, the end times, man. we got to build each other up. And Jesus is trying to build up the feast and tell them who he is before he dies for their sins. we got to be bold. And I'm going to read this and stop at verse 20, 28. And, and it says in verse 25, it says, Now some of them from Jerusalem said, this, Is this not the he? This, is this not he whom they seek to kill? But look, he, he speaks boldly. And they say nothing to him. And they won't say nothing to you, believers. Listen, do not... And it says here, Do the rulers know indeed this is truly the Christ? However, we know where this man is from. But when the Christ comes, no one knows where he is from. And then Jesus cried out as he taught in the temple saying, You both know me. And you know, listen to this, You know, you know me. 
You know my son. You know where I'm from. It doesn't say son, but he says, You know where I'm from, and I have not come of myself. But he who sent me is true, whom you do not know. Wow, but I know him, for I am from him, and he sent me. Listen, listen. Therefore they sought to take him, but no one laid hands on him. No one laid hands on him because the hour had not yet come. And many of the people believed in him and said, When the Christ comes, will he do more signs than these which this man has done? Listen, and I'm done. I'm, I'm going fast through this. I know it's a lot of scripture, but listen, Jesus wants you to be bold. He doesn't want you. Look, they didn't put hands on him. They didn't lay a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. They're not going to put hands on you. And even if they do, God's going to redeem you. Because Jesus is with you. Be bold. This is the revival time, church. Bible uh, listeners. Podcast listeners. Be bold. And I'm speaking to you in Canada and Russia and China and all these countries that email me. Be bold. But be careful. Be be loving. If it... If, you know... Let's be bold, but be loving. Let's not slander. Let's love. But let's tell the truth. Speak speak the truth. Jesus came, and he has a plan for you. And he wants to show his mercy to everybody. He loves us. Jesus loves us, and he died for us. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you came to this world and showed the Jews at the, at the just Israel and, and the whole world that you came to die for us and father we pray by your holy spirit lord that and we thank you father that we don't have to work our way and the scribes and pharisees you know they 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 try to catch jesus and trip him up but father we know the pharisees are coming and and we know that the hypocrites are going to try to throw rocks at us father but we are to love them and show them your love and your mercy because it's about peace and love and mercy and you're just father we thank you for that Lord, touch the hearts of these believers in Jesus' name. And thank you guys for for, uh, logging on to growinginhisword.com and this podcast. These podcasts are made available to you guys for free. You click on them. You send me some emails, some thumbs up. God's word is free. And he who set free is free indeed. And Jesus is free. And the word of God is free. And if you fellowship at a regular church that God has put on your heart to tithe to, then tithe. But my sermons are free. They're God's sermons. We love you guys and feel free to email us and contact us at any time at growinginhisword.com or just click on any podcast. We're on every podcast in the valley and click on there and we'll be there for you. God bless you guys and thank you for coming. And next week, we're going to finish verse by verse, John chapter 7. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys.